You're listening to Age of Reason, brought to you by Frozen Frame Productions. Will we ever understand this complex genius, this visionary thinker? Will we ever get this close again? Uniting the forces of our universe. Hey everyone and welcome to another interesting episode of Age of Reason. Today is April 26, 2019. Uh, I'm JC and today I'm going to be talking about conspiracy theories and you know why people uh, think uh, the way that they do. Um, so the article's name today uh, comes from Global News, it's a Canadian website. And the title is From the Anti-Vaxxers to Flat Earthers. What makes people distrust science? So of course I'm going to talk about the article, but just before we just before we jump into that, I mean, just look at a couple of examples, okay? And then you'll understand why people, uh, well, become uh, conspiracy theorists. So here we have, this is a video I have bookmarked actually, I can show it if anybody's interested. Uh, these are people eating grass. So it's some kind of pastor somewhere, he encourages his parishioners to eat like oxen from the blessed grass. And guess what? They do. They, they oblige. Or this one, that's pretty recent, that's uh, Senator Mike Lee from Utah. And here he is on the floor uh, talking about President Reagan riding a velociraptor or whatever dinosaur that is. Um, just want to remind people that your tax dollars are going to that. So when, when he was doing that big speech of his, your tax dollars paid for that. Congratulations. Uh, this is another one I found just today because I was trying to find many different examples. So the Texas police chief says, Offering prayers isn't enough to stop mass shootings. Well, no shit, Sherlock. Are you serious? And But, but we talk about that all the time. Every time there's a shooting, Oh, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. Come on, that doesn't do shit. It's just, oh, I want to say something nice, but I don't want to actually do anything. That's what it means. And this is actually a, a very good article. Uh, I might cover it soon, uh, but it's uh, how America lost its mind. And you can see in the picture, there, there's a bunch of, you know, there are people wearing the, uh, the, the red hat, of course, the red hat of hate. Uh, but, you know, there's conspiracies there as well. There's just Sasquatch, Bigfoot is there, and the UFOs are there. UFO, to me, is so funny, actually, because I never, so I live in Japan. I never heard people in Japan mention UFOs. So does it mean that they only fly over the United States? Doesn't that already sound like bullshit? From the anti-vaccine movement to the belief that the earth is flat, there seems to be a growing distrust of science and institutions, and experts say it's difficult to come up with an antidote to the erosion. A distrust in scientific institutions and conspiracy theories are nothing new. Some say that the moon landing was a hoax, others claim that Tupac Shakur is still alive. Actually, if you lived in Russia, we had a singer 
a famous singer, uh, for, like Korean descent, uh, he died in the 90s uh, at the peak of his popularity. And yeah, we also have people in Russia who say he's alive, he's alive. You know, just because you want something to be true, it doesn't make it true. It isn't not going to make it true. That's just wishful thinking. And then there are those who insist shape-shifting lizards in human form are in a plot to rule the world and also the Illuminati, etc., etc. It just really keeps on going and going. And I'm just thinking, you know, there's just a lot of crazy people out there. That's what we have to reconcile with. There's really a lot of crazy fucking people out there. But the recent rise of flat earthers, anti-vaxxers and climate change skeptics seems to have caught people's imagination and fueled wariness of science. Over the past few years, the flat earth community has sprung up online questioning the validity of scientific fact that the earth is round and rotates around the sun. Um, yeah, I just wanted to say something, but it's not that relevant. And even though the link between vaccinations and autism has been scientifically debunked several times, some still question the institutions that provide this evidence. And we should question the institutions, but uh, what you're doing is like a false equivalence fallacy. You're, you're comparing different things that are not quite the same. So uh, vaccines ha have a proven record of working. We, we can see that on different you know, statistics. So what you're saying basically is that you don't accept these statistics. You don't believe those experts. Okay, but then provide your evidence, please. Do your own research. Um, you know, take a bunch of people and uh, don't vaccinate them and see what happens. See how the what what's the disease rate there? Pretty sure it's going to be high. The rise of social media. So again, that I always talk about that. Social media is is extremely poisonous because the, again, there's a lot of crazy people out there, and they all think that their opinion can be a fact. And it, it's impossible to debate with them because that's the position they come with. Some researchers believe YouTube has contributed to a rise in the number of people who believe the earth is flat, of course, but YouTube is full of garbage. I mean, if you, I think if you calculate the amount of crap on YouTube, it's probably a lot higher than actual proper decent videos because, again, Everybody just kind of posts everything out there. A lot of garbage out there. And nobody cleans it up. There is no... I mean, there is a YouTube police in a way, but not really in the way that I'm thinking it should exist. A study by researchers at Tech, uh, Texas Tech interviewed people who had attended the Flat Earth International Conference in recent years, and a majority credited YouTube as their gateway into the community. According to the researchers, some attendees said that they had been watching flat earth videos in order to debunk them, but became inadvertently convinced. It's basically like saying, I'm an atheist and I'm going to try to watch some atheist documentaries, but then I become a theist. That means that you were not a very skeptical thinker to begin with. That's what it tells me. There's a lot of helpful information on YouTube, but also a lot of misinformation. Ashley Landrum, uh, Landrum who lead uh, the research, told The Guardian, their algorithms make it easy to end up going down the rabbit hole by presenting information to people who are going to be more susceptible to it. And yeah, so YouTube, 
Facebook, Amazon, they all use algorithms. They also use your phone to track where you're going. That's not a conspiracy. That's actually happening. And then they can, um, they can design ads for you that are shaped that something that you might want to buy actually or uh, something very related to your interest. I see it on my feed all the time. Believing the earth is flat on itself uh, is not necessarily harmful, but it comes packaged with distrust in institutions and authority more generally. Dr. Harry Dyer, a lecturer in education at the University of East Anglia, said the rapid growth of the internet has made it easier for conspiracy theorists to find each other. So again, that's what I'm saying. So before, you know, you had the village idiot and everybody knew this person and he was the idiot, truly the idiot. And now, because of the internet, these idiots have found a way to connect to each other and form communities of idiots. So a lot of the time you, you have some kind of debate, you know, and you have this one dumbass who comes on it and starts commenting nonsense and then his friends all pop up there. So it make it seem like a kind of big authority, right? But, but actually the people who dissent are often uh, just a loud voice, that's all. They, they're just a minority, but they're a loud voice, unfortunately. So people, a lot of people stay quiet. I don't see the distrust of science on the rise right now. I just see more people speaking out about the distrust, he said. It used to be the odd person at the bar, so again, the village idiot, speaking about these things, but now these people have a platform. Experts now have less power than they used to because the traditional gatekeepers of knowledge have been lifted through social media, he explained. For example, when rapper B.O.B. tweeted about his belief that the Earth is flat in 2016, the post went viral. But, okay, just for a moment here, I want to comment on rappers in general. I don't think they are a good point of intellectual reference. I know that maybe before people were saying, oh, rap music is kind of intellectual, and some of it is, but most of it is about cars, hoes, and money. That's all. And it's, I was wondering why people would listen to that type of stuff. And then somebody commented and said, well, it's a, it's a good music to listen to when I'm high. And that explains everything. So when you're high, you don't need anything really. You need, don't need to reason much. So then these just type of repetitive beats, I guess it's okay. I don't know. I've never been high. So but again, I wouldn't take, uh, you know, rappers as a kind of intellectual influence or anything like that. Dyer said on social media, everyone can have a say about the shape of the earth, whether it's B.O.B. or a scientist like Neil deGrasse Tyson. Both have equal footing online. The control of knowledge had previously been in a few institutions. Now we are seeing the knowledge of people who pry away from those institutions. And there are several different realities. That is why it's hard to talk to flat earthers, you cannot agree on basic facts, he said. Yeah, that's right. You really can't. Trust me, I tried. That's the thing. People come to my show and they think like I'm new to this. I'm just starting a couple of months. I've been doing this. No, I've been doing this for, for years. I would say in total about 10 years, including preparation time. Um, 
in my youth, I've always been researching stuff, reading stuff, studying stuff. I'm not new to this. So I already talked to all these type of people. And so when I'm giving my opinion, it's not just a random opinion. It, it's a really educated opinion because I already talked to all these people. And you probably haven't. Some people have never talked to flat earthers, for example, never. And they, they think they're crazy, yes, but they've never heard any of their arguments. But I think you should listen to all of them, at least listen. You don't need to agree with them. You can still think that they're insane at the end of the day, but you need to at least listen to what we're talking about here. Or it's like saying, I don't know, Terminator is bad. I haven't seen it, but it's bad. That's basically the logic. Matt Mata, a postdoctoral fellow studying in politics, politics of science communication at the University of Pennsylvania, said that there is a prevalence of these beliefs on social media, but whether this has increased in public skepticism is unknown. Tweets like VOBs put these ideas out to the public, but whether or not they make people more likely to adhere to ideas is a different question. You gain followers, but you gain opponents too, he said. So, why believe in conspiracy theories if science points to the contrary? And that's, you know, again, Flat Earth, you know, you can show pictures of from NASA, from JAXA, uh, from the European Space Agency. It's not just NASA. That's the thing. They always attack NASA. But there's other, there's the Russian agency as well. They all have pictures of around Earth. Sorry to say that. Humans have evolved to have cognitive biases, said Bastian Rudgens, a psychology professor at the University of Amsterdam. By the way, I'm sorry if I misspelled his name. Uh, don't really know how to pronounce it. This brain tool was useful when we were hunters and gatherers, he explained. Noticing danger and distrusting our senses helped us to survive. Cognitive biases were helpful in our ancestral past, but they are not useful today, Rutchens said. A consequence of this is that we too quickly think things are related, because our brain is very good at detecting patterns, and sometimes we see patterns which are bullshit such as vaccines causing autism. This really resonates with people as we do see an increase in vaccinations and an increase in autism diagnosis, and then we are quick to believe they must be correlated. But he said this is not the case for vaccines, as the autism theory has been debunked several times. But our cognitive biases make us connect these. This is the correlation versus causation effect. A famous example of this is that rates of violent crimes and murder have been known to jump when the ice cream sales do. Does this mean that eating ice cream causes us to commit violent crime? Probably not. When it's hot outside, people are likely to buy more ice cream, which also improves conditions for crime to take place. We are jumping to conclusions too fast and connecting events that are far more complicated, Rutchen said. So, uh, again, I recommend, and I see it all the time from all sorts of people, even people who are, you know, educated and somewhat informed, even they jump to conclusions. And that is a logical fallacy, my friends. And you really have to study, if you study anything in logic and reason, you have to study logical fallacies because 
once you understand what it is, then you understand that you fall into them or you see other people falling into them and you can point it out to them because a lot of people don't realize it. Some people are completely blind by biases. They don't understand reality anymore, like rationally. Again, I've seen that in my personal example, even in my family. There is also the fact that big events such as assassination of John F. Kennedy demand a big explanation and are not just a random thing he said. People need logical reasoning to believe this. It has to be orchestrated event or it does not make sense. This is known as the proportionality bias, the urge to figure out bigger reasons for incidents, such as the president being assassinated or questioning the reason behind 9-11. There may be a need to believe it was something bigger, like the CIA or the Illuminati. So, is there any harm? Uh, Mota and Dyer said that it's important to be skeptical about the process of science. You have to understand the skeptic the scientific method first, that would help, uh, but many have taken it to far extremes. When people question scientific method selectively in service of their opinion, they exploit tiny pieces of skepticism and then blow them up, Mota said. Take for example the anti-vaccine movement. The number of recorded measles cases in Europe more than tripled between 2017 and 2018 and probably in Asia as well, and in North America, South America, just because I've seen this kind of map before. So, it's been a decade, the World Health Organization said. Uh, oh, the highest it's been on decades, sorry. In the year 2000, measles was eliminated from the US, but there were 349 cases of measles in 2018, according to the Center for Disease Control. And the rise in a measles outbreak in Europe and the US, and even parts of British Columbia, is because of a steadily growing anti-vaccination movement, experts say. Measles is incredibly infectious, Dr. Benjamin Mazur, a doctor at uh, Yale New Haven Hospital said, and the measles vaccine is also one of the most effective vaccines. He said there is a distrust of the profit motive in medicine and pharmaceutical companies, leading to many many to believe vaccines cause more damage than good, despite science saying otherwise. So, again, you have to understand that nature sometimes is a bitch. We are lucky to be born with two arms and two legs, a uh, functioning brain. A lot of babies are not as fortunate. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of the, for a lot of people, vaccine is okay. They will survive just fine and they'll be protected against diseases. And for a minority of babies, it will be not okay. And then it should be a decision of the doctor, not of the parent. So if the doctor says, well, okay, yeah, there, there is a clear danger there. There should be some kind of alternatives. But it should not just be the parent because a lot of parents are very extremely ignorant people and they really don't know anything. It's... You know, people say like when you grow up, you become wiser. Well, some people do, uh, but some people just grow older. They don't grow up. They just get old, but they don't grow up mentally. And then these people have kids. And then this type of childishness is, is put onto the kid as well. So, yeah, I don't trust these type of parents at all or people like, like that in general. Rajan said the distrust in vaccines is growing, but the majority of people still vaccinate their kids. 
Most people do vaccinate and many have concerns about it and still do it. But really only a fringe of people strongly oppose it, he said. Yeah, it's a, it's a minority, but it's a vocal mi minority. They're very, very loud on the internet. They just keep posting like insane. Everywhere, every day, all the time. He believes humanity is not doomed by this. Scientists just need to find new creative ways to connect with people who are distrustful or just idiots. Or I don't know how to communi communicate to these people. I tried. I can't. Getting mad at your family member or friend for believing the earth is flat or that vaccines cause autism isn't going to persuade them to stop thinking that way, Mata explained. That's true. The reason why people hold these views is not that they are stupid, is that they are motivated, Mata said. Well, I disagree there. So telling people you are wrong here is not going to win them over, but it's actually going to backfire. And that's true. I get emails from anti-vaxxers and flat earthers, and these people have done their research and know the facts. They are intelligent and highly motivated. Well, I, I strongly disagree there. Sorry. Uh, you're just giving a pass to stupid people here. That's what you're doing, basically. I'm like, I'm not like that at all. I'm extremely anti-ignorance type of person. So as soon as I detect it, it's like, sorry, we, we can't have a meaningful conversation then. Regent said that feeding people more information isn't likely going to change someone's mind. For example, political conservatives who are highly educated are especially skeptical about climate change. They're, they're, that's not really true either. I'm sorry, I disagree with this. Whether they're highly educated is questionable. And the reason why they're skeptical about climate change is because they're paid by fossil fuel lobbyists, okay? It's not because they know something that we don't, okay? We know, we know the science of climate change. I know it pretty well, indeed. So giving them more knowledge in this case is not very helpful. Yeah, because they don't care about you. They don't care about your opinion. They care about the, the money that keeps flowing from lobbyists. That's what they care about. We have to start by taking talking seriously. Oh, sorry. Taking seriously the moral issues people have on GMOs, vaccine, and climate change and understand ways to work with their values rather than contradicting them, he said. With anti-vaxxers, you cannot just say, you are just wrong and here are risks. That is not going to cut it. You have to work with people, not against it, and understand the psychology and political sources that may motivate their thinking, Rajan said. Okay, but again, this is kind of an appeal to emotion. It's a, it's an emotional decision. Uh, you know, we, people say it's a political choice. Most of the time, what it means, it's just an emotional reaction. Like I said on my previous show, I don't care about your emotion. I care about cold, hard facts. That's all that matters. Give me the evidence. If you don't have the evidence, if you just have some kind of hearsay or your personal opinion, which is not grounded in any facts, then I don't have any reason to listen to you. I, I have really better things to do with my time. Um, all right, on that note, that's it for today's show. And uh, so next week... It's a holiday in Japan, so I will also take a break. And so I'll be back in two weeks, and probably it's going to be some article on climate change or whatever. But anyway, I always find something interesting. Uh, that's an opinion, but 
that's just what I want to say. Um, just want to remind people that my book is out on Amazon. Please get it, Beyond the Obscure. Uh, it's a very short 100 pages psychological uh, horror slash thriller story. Uh, check out my art on Redbubble. And I will see you next time. Till then.